Well, why not play this theme one more time for old time's sake as we get ready to close out the years. Guys, 2017 is coming to an end. And we're going to take a look back at some of the highlight events that happened over the past year. Really not going to talk about anything that happened in the past week, but it'll rear its ugly head, that's for sure. All this and a little more is coming up. So get ready and tighten your seatbelts. This is the end of 2017. This is Footscast. That's right. 2017 is abruptly coming to an end. It is Friday, December 29th, 2017. And in a few short days, we're going to ring in 2018. And this year is going to be closed. It's going to be one year of Donald Trump down. So all you whiny liberals out there can start getting excited because you're one year down. And if the impeachment doesn't go through this year coming up, which it won't because it's just not going to happen, then you'll be another year down by 2019. And you know the drill. 2020 will roll along and it'll be election time. And, you know, your Bernie Sanders won't get the party nomination. It'll be some other Democrat key guy that they want. And the Republicans might even primary Donald Trump. Who knows? If there's even a Republican Party anymore. Because they've certainly lost all their balls. But that that's beside the point. We'll talk about that in a minute. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Uh, there's a special guest here in the studio of, of FritzCast today. He's actually sitting in my lap. And this is this this chalks up to... This this chalks up. You know what this. You know what this is. This is deception from the most trusted person in my life, my wife. Th- that's what this is. Uh, there's a puppy in my lap. He is a 12 week or so old Chihuahua. Uh, I think he's pure Chihuahua. He might be a mutt. He's probably a little bit of a mutt because he looks like a fox. He has giant fox-like ears on his wee little baby head because he's 12 weeks old. And uh, the other day I was at work and my wife sent me a, a message on Google and said, when you get home tonight, uh, there's going to be a, a, a puppy in the mix. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, because th- these aren't, you know, most people probably don't have a casual conversation with their wife that starts off with, by the way, when you come home, there's going to be a puppy like that, that it just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Christmas came and gone. I didn't get you no puppy. I don't know what you talk about puppy for. Very, very long story that I'm not going to drag out this time. This is this is where it started. All right. Christmas Eve, we go to my wife's aunt's house, drop off all the Christmas presents, hang out for a little bit. We're sitting on a brand new couch. That they just bought from the local store. It's nice. It's big. It's fancy. Me and my wife have needed furniture forever. Like since we bought this house. We've needed furniture. And we've bought furniture piece by piece. We bought a couch at Ikea. That was discounted. And discontinued. That was. It was a good couch. It served its purpose. Um, It was comfy. And. You know, and you know, it was what it was. We got it to mount, match this chair and a half with an ottoman that we had that we got from her aunt, and 
I am I'm a recliner guy, so at one point I had this big oversized recliner. It was ugly looking. It looked like a brain, except it was green, so it didn't look like a brain in that sense, but it looked like a brain. That's how the, all the material scrunched up made it look look like it was a giant brain. Maybe my brain and why I lack it. Either way, that one broke, so we bought another one to replace it, a very smaller one that, you know, I mean, it's still recliner, did what I wanted it to do. So I was a happy guy. And, but the recliner, the new recliner was green too. I don't know what it is, recliners being green. But, okay, so mismatched, mishap, mismatched, misshapen furniture, basically is what we're getting at. And just, we weren't happy with it anymore. And so we're sitting on her aunt's brand new furniture. We're like, where'd you get this? This is big, this is comfy. You know, and she said, oh, the place right down the street. It's Christmas Eve, mind you. So we walk in to that furniture shop just, just to look. Just to look at options so that we can get an idea. And, well, long story short is we found the one that we loved. And it's coming today. It's coming at between noon and 2 o'clock today. Free shipping. Uh, marked down by a couple hundred dollars because it was a end of the market period sale. End of the year sale. It was Christmas Eve. So, we felt like we got away with the steal of a deal. And we sold all the other furniture. Now, here is where... This little chihuahua puppy comes into play. And he's sleeping in my lap right now. He's tuckered out. I've played with him for a good hour and a half this morning. Just paying attention to him. So he's he's asleep in my lap right now. I thought maybe he might be Yippy and Howie during the uh during the program. But he's not going to be. He's 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 tuckered out. So but that works out. Anyway. So we had to sell our old furniture, obviously. So my wife's cousin her friend has an apartment, needs furniture. Uh, da 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 da. Easy sell. My wife goes to drop off the furniture, the couch, and this chair and a half, to be exact. She couldn't fit the ottoman in the uh, SUV, and uh, uh, coincidentally, she couldn't fit in the recliner either. And when she went to go drop it off at the apartment, she sees this little 12 week old puppy dog running around. And falls in love with him. Of course, this is this is sound like typical wife stuff. Oh, I fell in love with him. He was adorable. So they get to talking, and the friend of my wife's cousin says, "Yeah, we're thinking we might have to rehome him because we're getting ready to move, and the people that we're bringing in are they have a Rottweiler puppy, and we're looking to get a Husky puppy, and we just don't think the little." Chihuahua guy is going to fit in well with that. And uh, that's probably smart. That's probably the smart idea. Except that my wife brought him home. She brought him home. And that's where she got me. That's where she got me. And I guess it's because women know how to sucker their men. You devious women are smart. You know, all this age of feminism and stuff. Talking about empowerment. What are you talking about? You've been empowered all along. You know exactly... How to toy with our emotions and get what you want out of it. So I don't know what this big push about feminism is. Because you've had the power all along. Happy wife, happy life. Unless they're gay and then it's, you know, I don't even know what you... Happy husband, happy... It doesn't even work. 
doesn't even work. So I guess lesbian couples are the only ones that are happy. So I come home from work. I, I worked a lot of doubles this week. Uh, I scheduled three overtimes. That's what I have to do to avoid getting frozen on the midnight to eight shift, which I just, the midnight to eight shift is unbearable anymore for my lifestyle. I, I get up at six o'clock in the morning to see wifey off to work, go to the gym because I'm awake. I might as well spend an hour at the gym and bust my gut. Then I come home and do whatever else I got to do. Straighten up the house, clean up, work on my writing, read a book, play video games. Play video games wins out a lot, unfortunately. I need to read more. And perhaps I will when I tell you what I got for Christmas. But that comes in a minute. I came home the other day from this double 16-hour shift. So I want to go to bed because I have to get up first thing in the morning and go do another 16-hour shift. And this guy is an energetic furball, jumping up and down all over the place, excited to see me, excited to see people, excited to play with the dogs. So I sat down for, you know, 15 minutes playing with him. We go to bed, we put him in the cage, you know, he's a little whiny, whatever, he calms down, he goes to bed too. Wake up the next morning, play with him for an hour. This was yesterday morning. Played with him for an hour before going into work, you know, and there's my wife right there in the background. You like him, don't you? You want to keep him, don't you? Ooh, you evil woman. You evil, devious woman. I think he's a keeper. I really do. I like, I do. And that's that's exactly how they get you. He's home. He's in your lap. He's being adorable. Mm, goody, goody, you. What a cutie pie. That's how they get you. So it looks like I might have a fourth dog in this circus of a house that I live in which obviously I'm excited about he is he is literally napping in my lap and that is that is one of the most adorable things ever so there's that how was everybody's Christmas though <laughs> I guess he's a Christmas present I don't know I don't know what to consider him he is he's cute though he's a little fidgety right now but Probably because I'm talking, I don't know, but he's adorable. So yeah, for Christmas, I like I said, uh, maybe I need to do a bit more reading. Uh, one of the cool things that my mother bought me for a Christmas gift, she bought me this cannon kit. for It's a howitzer from the Civil War era, and it's one of those metal kits that you put together, and then you have to buy paint and paint it up to make it look, uh, to make it look good, which I'm really looking forward to putting together. But she got me this book. Uh, about those who served for the Union in the Civil War from Delaware, which, I mean, you know, everybody knows who's listened for a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm a Delaware native, and I'm still in Delaware. One day, I will be out of Delaware for sure. But that day ain't today, and it's not certainly not tomorrow either. So I don't know when that'll be. But it, it was interesting. I didn't even know a book like that would exist. And now I have, it, it's a thick book. So it's from start to finish of the Civil War, tracking Delaware natives that served in the Union during the times of the Civil War. And I'm actually very excited to dive into that book. Civil War probably swept 
the Christmas theme because my uh, artsy fartsy sister Kathy uh, pulled my name at Thanksgiving. My family doesn't do secret Santa; it does selective Santa, which is everybody's name goes into a hat, you draw a name out, and you get one of the siblings for Christmas. So it it works out really really well because this way, not everybody's not buying a gift for everybody. Everybody's just buying one, you know, reasonably pl- priced gift for people, and it's fun. Uh, so for my sister Kathy, I got Lincoln on Blu-ray, which I was dying to get. I've seen that movie only once, and I thought it was really well done, and wanted to add it to my collection with Gettysburg and Gods and Generals and uh, Glory, all my other Civil War stuff. It's just that it's a more political movie. I also got a good companion movie for Lincoln, which is uh, The Conspirator, which is about the trial that took place following Lincoln's assassination, and that was the trial of Mary Surratt, who owned the house, who owned the boarding house where John Wilkes Booth and others had met to plan their crimes. They marked her as a conspirator in the Lincoln assassination, and uh, there's a good cast of, um, good cast of actors in that film as well. Um, James McAvoy, Robin Wright, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, Kevin Klein, Tom Wilkinson, uh, Jonathan Groff, Justin Long are in it as well. Alexis Bledel, pretty good, uh, pretty good cast of characters, pretty good, pretty good actors, and uh, the story very, very much something that is not uh, touched up on in history classes anymore. Uh, sad to say, so uh, good companion film for that. I also got um, Free State of Jones with Matthew McConaughey. Is that I had a, I blanked for a minute. I was like, is that really his last name, McConaughey? And it is. And he's a ridiculous actor. I don't. But I wanted to see that movie too because that is about um, a Southern defector from the Confederacy trying to help out the the slaves escape. Uh, so that's another film that goes right on in uh, with the theme, with the Civil War theme of stuff, which is great. So now I had a Civil War sweep plus that, uh, plus the Canon kit, plus the the book from my mother. It was a, it was an overwhelmingly Civil War type of uh, type of Christmas, and I'm sure some other people have had Civil War types of Christmases, but mostly with their families. So. Uh, my wife boosted up my Funko Pop collection. I think it was like three or four pops that I got now. So I have a lot of Rogue One pops. I just got uh, just today, in fact, or last night when I came home. Another one came in late. Uh, so I have Director Krennic from Rogue One. I have Kylo Ren, both masked from The Force Awakens and unmasked from The Last Jedi. I got uh, Captain Cassian Andor from Rogue One added to the bit, so I am literally running out of space on the windowsill. I have a whole army of plastic-headed bobbleheads staring down at me. Some of them are pointing guns at me, and I am a little intimidated, I must say. Also, my wife got me me a great old-school-looking metal Philadelphia Eagles sign, which might get hung up in this office if I can find a spot on the wall to hang it. Otherwise, I need to find something to do with it, but it is beautiful. And uh, the other thing that my wife got me that I'm really looking forward to diving into, a book titled The Declaration of Independence. 
written by Nick Gillespie and Matt Welch, known from Reason Magazine and Reason TV, how libertarian policies can help fix a broken America. And I am really looking forward to diving into that. Uh, I've been looking for that book for a while, and I'm so glad my wife got it. Uh, nobody got me the John Stossel books on my uh, on my list, but that's perfectly fine because there's birthdays to be had and other things. And I'll probably just end up buying John Stossel books anyway because I love John Stossel. So get get over it, whatever. Uh, so good Christmas, all in all. Had a lot of good time with the family. Even though it had to be cut short by work, it's getting old. That That's getting old, rather. Uh, and I'm getting old now, too. But I'm still under the age of 30, so suck it. I can't believe that it's been... I can't believe 2017 seem, seemingly went really, really fast. And I don't know if it's because of the cavalcade of insanity that happens every day um, within this past year. you got to think. We, we, we elected Donald Trump... To President of the United States. I know some people didn't vote for him. Uh, I know some people are mad at the Electoral College. Like, think about all the debates that got sparked from the year-end 2016 election rolling into 2017. We have a big old Russia investigation going on, and people still bickering back and forth about what side is more guilty rather than focusing on the fact that Russia was targeting both sides. Russia was targeting both sides and exploited us in true you're so dumb America fashion. That like it's so textbook cut and dry. Make them make them angry and make them angry at each other over who's more guilty of what. You know, we'll make them we'll favor Donald Trump, but we'll throw some Clinton bits in there too. And she'll look guilty as sin, and he'll look guilty as sin. But both sides will just say, ah, but this, ah, but that. And that's been going on. Think about the Mueller investigation itself. Mueller was uh, praised as, you know, a, a good bipartisan option. The Republicans loved him until, like, about two months ago where the Republicans said, yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go because you have to follow your Lord and Savior, POTUS, Donald Trump. And if you don't, then he'll he'll lay the hammer on you. It worked out real well for Roy Moore, who narrowly lost his lack, his election against Doug Jones after making such statements like America was better in the times of slavery because families were stronger then. Not that I'm pro-slavery or want to bring that up. And also, too, in response to dating younger women in their teenage years, states, well, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, if uh, if uh, a senator or a, or a district attorney or an attorney general came up and wanted to date somebody's young daughter, that family would be happy for him. Backward Alabama Southern thinking. And mind you, Roy Moyer is contesting the results. He's being a pain in the butt. Up until now, he's probably doing everything Donald Trump would have done had Donald Trump lost the election. And yet Donald Trump won the election and still talks about how numbers must have been fudged for Hillary to have the popular vote. It's ridiculous. We had things, we had magnificent things come out of the woodwork. We had Harvey Weinstein 
uh, finally knocked off his throne, where Hollywood used to joke and crack jokes about Weinstein knowing what he was doing. And then a cavalcade of women come down and finally knock him off the high horse and starts this Me Too movement, which saw the sweeping of a lot of different men who have been accused of sexual misconduct in one form or another, including Roy Moore, including Matt Lauer, including Bill O'Reilly, including Sean Hannity was was in the mix, although Sean Hannity's still around. Uh, Kevin Spacey, the 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 mighty, uh, highly praised actor that everybody loved, Kevin Spacey, taken down from allegations of something that happened 20, 30 years ago uh, by another male actor who was at that time a, a 14 or a 15-year-old. Insanity. Insanity that that whole movement came and swept and... And and that was at the forefront. I, I mean, not bad necessarily, uh, because sexual abuse and misconduct isn't isn't a joke and shouldn't be taken as a joke. This guy's feisty now. He's woken up. He's looking around the room. He wants to have some fun. I don't know. I might have to take a little break and come back and record more. Right now, he's he's still in the lab. We, we're 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 good. We're good. We had uh, the monument scare, so to speak, which died off. But the it was the outcry of public monuments, uh, specifically Confederate monuments in in southern states for the most part. And whether and it sparked a debate on whether or not there should be Confederate monuments on state grounds, and whether or not the uh, Confederate battle flag should be flown, and is it a sign of racism? And and that sparked. Uh, if you want to go back, I have episodes talking in depth about topics like that. I have blog posts talking about topics like that. Um, where, I, I, you know, I didn't necessarily favor one group or another. Um, and I still I, I still don't. It's just that that debate has kind of come and gone. It's not a focal issue anymore. It's not really at the forefront anymore. If, if there's one thing that I, I truly think 2017 awakened me on it's that people can be ridiculous about some aspects of what's going on in the news not to not to point to anybody specific or say any of these events that we just talked about were insanity i'm just i'm just saying i like i came to the stunning realization that the internet as great as it is and as great as social media is is also one of the biggest uh downfalls of humanity because we have Trolls, and we do have stupid people who, I mean, you have the right to free speech, and I love your First Amendment right, and I will defend, I will defend to the death your right to say your stupid, dumb opinion or statement or trolling comment. It, it is what it is. But a lot of it comes and goes and is so easily forgotten. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking about, like, um, I just saw something the other day posted about the Vegas shooting, or at least had a picture from the Vegas shooting, and how quickly we forget things, that the Vegas shooting came, there was a lot of uh, unanswered questions, and still to this day, there are a lot of unanswered questions about things like the Vegas shooting. And it really make, it may, it'll make you wonder, like, will they ever figure that thing out? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. 
I can't even go over how many different terror attacks happened over the past year. Unfortunately, that's the dark side of humanity. It's the dark side of radical extremism. Uh, both at home here in the United States, you know, both radical extreme, you know, whether you want to say radical Islamic terrorism or not is one thing. But humanity definitely faced a, a darker tone this year. Venezuela nearly is falling apart at the seams, blowing up, uh, and and we're having a debate over socialism and how the effects of socialism can cause a country to ripple to that. And yet it's still not clear-cut for some people, and they still have supreme socialistic demand here in the United States, and, and, and it boggles my mind sometimes. Uh, locally speaking, 2017 will be a year that will long be, unfortunately, remembered for tragedy. Uh, very close to me and my line of work in, in corrections with the Delaware Department of Corrections, February 1st and February 2nd, where uh, 120 inmates down at the James T. Vaughn Correctional Center, which I was mere minutes away from when it broke out in a training session in Dover where they took over the building and murdered Correctional Sergeant Stephen Floyd. More or less in the coldest blood ever because that building was full of people who already had life and already had murder charges. Very harrowing day, very reality check day for me as I went back to my facility up north and got ready to deal with one of the most work-wise stressful weeks ever from something that was just so devastating for the department. That was Delaware's first correctional personnel murdered in the line of duty. And about three or four hostages were lucky that they weren't statistics in that either. And that has taught me something about my more libertarian aspects of crime and punishment and rehabilitation and things of that nature. It's, it's helped open my eyes a little bit in a sense that I feel like criminal justice reform is like one of those dried up old Coca-Cola cans that's just getting kicked down the road like a lot of things in America. Just keep the status quo going. Keep maintaining and you know some somewhat in Delaware I feel like that's what's that's what's been happening uh both on the correctional front and in other aspects of Delaware as well uh Delaware's facing a budget crisis that John Carney pats himself on the back for for quote fixing which he didn't really fix and the results have yet to be seen but I will not be surprised if in the next 3 years 
I'm sitting behind this microphone again talking about how Delaware hasn't solved its issues. I will not be surprised if I'm saying that about America as a whole. However, there have been bright spots of, you know, glints of hope. Things like the tax cuts, which people are bending over backwards to argue about tax cuts. And who benefits more from tax cuts? I can tell you right now, anything that I that can help Americans keep more of their income, I am in support for. Because income tax, especially, we've had this debate before, but income tax, especially in my mind, is robbing a working man. And before you say roads and bridges and schools, there are taxes that we pay that have nothing to do with the income tax that help fund those things. But there's a broader picture and there's more working parts to it than just simply saying income tax or this tax or that tax. The thing about the tax cuts that I don't like, and I stated it, I believe, last week or the week prior, is that tax reform, again, is a can kicked down the road. Just the same as the deficit problem is, just the same as the debt problem is. A lot of things in 2017 was kicking the can down the road. I don't know where people have linked up the lines of good progress uh, because if we scattered this all out on a, on a graph, the correlation, I don't see a line going slowly upward. I see a line either maintaining, maybe even going slightly downward. And that's not a good thing at all. That's not a good thing at all. It, it really does, it frustrates me. It frustrates me. There have been good things in 2017 on, on, on a personal note. Uh, I was so happy to see my good friends Jay, Sean, and Luther get married. I was so glad that me and my wife could be participants, participants in their wedding. Um, over this past year, we've been able to go to Texas and see uh, my wife's brother get married and be a part of that beautiful ceremony as well uh actually this was this year was freaking weddings abound what is it with you people and getting married says the man who's been married for nearly eight years now here's my hopes for 2018 and mind you these aren't new year's resolutions i've talked about i, I talked about this last year new year's resolutions are bullshit sorry about my language but they are New Year's resolutions are things that you jot down at the beginning of the year that you you hope in your head, you have high aspirations and expectations, and about two to three weeks into January, you're going to say, screw it, and you're going to forget about it. It's going to fall to the wayside. You're not going to do it. All right? And mind you, side note, I also forgot, 2017, I went to one of the best concerts of my life. This sticker sitting on top of my incredibly disheveled desk. Because of all the stuff that's going on at home, moving furniture, cleaning up the rooms and all that. Uh, I went to a Sabaton concert and met Sabaton. That's because my little sticker here talks about how it was this April 20th, 2017. Loved it. Loved it. I'm, and now I'm done being scatterbrained. New Year's resolutions suck. They're stupid, alright? One thing that I'm going to hate over the next probably two or three weeks is how I'm going to go to the gym 
right here at home, which every morning hasn't hasn't been packed at all. It's been like 10 people in the gym working out to probably over the next two or three weeks. It'll be like double or triple that because of the resolutioners, which sidebar that gets credited to Jay Sean. He came up with that. You resolutioners. You make New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose 50 pounds, and I'm going to work out every day, and then three weeks in, you lose it. All right? You you lose it. I'm going to quit, or I'm going to cut down my smoking. I'm going to cut out my drinking. I'm going to cut this out. And it never works out. And these are things that... Um, these These are things that <laughs> you should set goals and standards and change up your life Every day of the year, because you never know. Another thing that happened in 2017 was d- devastating losses. Um, and one of them, my department, of, of course, suffered the hands of, of a riot and, and an, an employee being murdered. But we also lost a couple of employees, and a, and a couple of employees lost their loved ones uh, through other means. We just lost an officer a couple weeks ago in a tragic car accident, and... She was one of those bubbly souls that, it, you know, the type of person that you only get, like, maybe you line up a room of 10 people or 15 people or 20 people, and only one of them is truly exceptional in their character, in their attitude, in their demeanor, and that was this person, and they get lost in a tragic car accident. Brand new on the job, too, just a couple months into the job. And you lose your life. Probably at the hands of, of some other idiot on the road. But I don't know details of that one. I don't want to judge people for that. But you never know when your number is going to get called. And I'm somebody who understands that I lost my father when I was you know three or four years old. And mind you, today is my father's... 90th birthday if he were alive 90th birthday and that's something that strikes me too be my father's 90th birthday my sister who passed away of cancer at the age of 12 you never know when the number's gonna come up you never know what day's gonna be your last you need to set goals every day of your life you need to jumpstart your life. You can't sit around waiting for New Year's. You can't push something off to the next week thinking that it's going to be fine. You really have to come up with plans, come up with goals, set these standards, and chase after them, and go for it. And some of the things I hope for 2018, I really hope that I can push this podcast, my blog, and what I'm planning to do for videos to the next level. I'm already having some discussion with a friend of mine who is an insider. I'll just say that. I don't want to give details. I don't want to give names. I don't want to jinx anything. But I'm talking with somebody who's in the biz of radio broadcasting who I'm hoping can throw me some good experience, some good advice, some valuable advice, and maybe, maybe have some link-ups. Whether or not that happens and follows through, I don't know. But I plan to put a lot of fuel 
into the podcast, especially promoting these more libertarian ideas. I don't think there's enough voices that are getting behind their microphones, getting behind their keyboards, and talking about libertarian policies and how libertarians are much, much more than this joke going around the internet about people who want anarchy and and don't want the government around at all to how libertarians want freedom to fuel things and better every individual out there. Possible. That's what I'm hoping to turn the podcast into. And that's what I'm hoping that's what I'm hoping I can do on the next level. And I'm I am finalizing my idea for videos to to boost into uh, the podcast. We are working on the Facebook page and the Twitter account and possibly, possibly a website. But that's up in the air because this is 2017. Who goes to websites anymore? And finally, I think uh, <clears throat> I think guests will start being added in the mix on the show too. Both agreeing opinions and dissenting opinions because I'm that guy that likes to hear people out. Something that America doesn't like at all. Speaking of America, I hope 2018 we can start seeing good progress on our financial front. But as I stated, it, it, it appears that it's more kicking the can down the road. And that's the responsibility of both Republicans and Democrats. Not No one party can... can own that. No one presidency can own that. It has been an attitude of America for a long, long time. Appease the voters, give them what they want, and that's not that's not a good basis for your society at all. At all. But I'm hoping America can find something on the up and up. Maybe the tax cuts. Maybe the tax cuts bring something to you. Maybe it eases a burden in some way. Who knows? I don't know. We will see as they come, pretty much is how that's going to work out. We will see as it gets implemented and and what effect that has on us. But I'm hoping that America can get on the right path. Same thing for Delaware. I'm hoping Delaware can get on the right path. Uh, other than that, for me and my family, for me and my wife, I mean, we have some hopes and aspirations for 2018 as well that I'll keep private and personal for now. But you'll be kept in the loop, depending on what happens and how things go we'll go from there guys i uh th- that's going to do it for me i hope that you've had a blessed 2017 and that you're making your uh you're setting your goals and getting ready to evaluate them throughout the year don't don't call them resolutions start your new year's goals start coming up with plans and start coming up with tracking and start coming up with ways that you can figure out where you're going and how to measure your progress Things that people don't do for resolutions. Clearly, I hate resolutions. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I haven't done this whole New Year's resolutions thing in quite a while. And it's worked out rather good. It's worked out rather good for me. I'm just saying. I hope that you guys have a blessed New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I'm a, I'm ecstatic. I'm not going to be in prison for New Year's Eve for once. And that's, you know, that's great because... Yes, they do try to celebrate New Year's in a prison. I don't know how that works out. They are literally locked up in a room with one to two other guys that they don't really like anyway. 
and they're trying to have a hoot and holler and good time about New Year's. Stuck in a prison. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't get it. Be sure to follow me at FritzQS on the Twitter on Facebook.com slash the FritzCast. FritzCast.wordpress.com for my blog. And guys, I will see you next year. Next year. Next episode, 2018. Goodbye, 2017. Let's close the books on it and move on. See you guys later.